Together, growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Luke, chapter 4, from verse 16 to verse 13. The author tells us that Jesus came back to his own time, to where he himself had been brought up. And he went up to the synagogue and he opened the word of God and he opened the the book of the prophet Isaiah. There are certain things in the book that speaks to me, to my heart. As he opened the book, this is what he found. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the year of Jubilee. There are a few things that speaks to my heart. The first one is that Jesus came home. He went home to his mother's house. He went home to where he had been brought up. There are moments in our lives where we need that homecoming experience. Whatever home may be for you, it does not have to be your biological mother and father's place. It does not have to be a place of your siblings. It could be anywhere where you call it home. A place where you find absolute love and acceptance. A place where you are at peace with yourself. For some people, they like going up to the mountains to camp. Others like going to the sea. Others like sightseeing. It doesn't matter where you want to go to. But we need that experience. To go back to a place where I can be totally be myself. Where I don't have to worry about anything. Where I can just be at peace with myself, with my thoughts. That's the first thing that... I find absolutely powerful and it touches me to hear that the Lord is doing that. The second thing that also touches me quite beautifully is that he went back to where he had been brought up. That is important to me because it means he went back to the old teachings You know, at times as we grow older, we lose the teachings. We lose the things that used to make sense or the things that groomed us to become great men and great women. Along the way, we may have lost touch with reality. Along the way, we may have been influenced by many things and by many other people. But I think sometimes it is important to retreat 
to go back to the basics, to go back to nurturing situations, environments that allows us to be ourselves. The third thing that also speaks to my heart profoundly, it's what Jesus reads in the book of Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Am I being led by the Spirit? Am I being led by the Holy Spirit? Am I being guided by the Holy Spirit? Am I the person of the Holy Spirit? Do I listen to the gentle voice that commands me, that nudges me, that urges me? There are so many voices out there. There are so many spirits out there. But as a Christian, as a person that belongs to God, do I listen to God? Am I being guided by God? Am I a person who becomes faithful to the prompting of the Spirit? Sometimes the Holy Spirit is not going to speak loudly like it did at Pentecost. Sometimes the Holy Spirit is not going to, to come in earthquakes. Sometimes the Holy Spirit is going to be a whispering voice. And sometimes because it is a whispering voice, it can be overcrowded by so many voices in my heart by so many voices in my mind. And that I find myself that I'm listening to the loudest voices. And life has taught me that sometimes the loudest voices are not always sensible. Yes, they may make a lot of noise, but do they make sense? And the question I need to ask myself, when do I give the Holy Spirit the time to talk to me? When do I allow God to, to enter into my life, to enter into my situation, to enter into the day and be with him? Go back to that beautiful prayer. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle them the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit, and they shall be created. And you, O oh God, shall renew the face of the earth. And the prayer continues. As I begin the day, do I invite the Holy Spirit to begin with me? Do I invite the spirit of wisdom, of enlightenment, of courage? Do I invite the spirit of God to be with me. And that is important to me. The second thing that I also find absolutely important, having allowed myself to ask important questions 
pertaining to my relationship and that of the Holy Spirit. Jesus says he has been anointed. We know what the word means. Christus. Christ. Messiah. And you and I share the name of Christ because we are Christians. Do I believe that I also have been anointed by God? Do I believe that I have received not only the baptism of water, but the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the baptism by fire? That I have been anointed as the anointed one of God. And the anointing I'm talking about here, dear brothers and sisters, has nothing to do with ordination. It has everything to do with our baptism. At baptism, we are anointed with two interesting oils. The oils of catechumen that strengthens us, that gives us the power to fight off every evil, that embraces us with the gift and the dignity of God. But we are also anointed with the oils of chrism that allows us to share in the triple function of Jesus. We become priests, prophets, and kings. Our lives are a life that is supposed to change ourselves and those around us. We're supposed, like priests, to offer a living sacrifice that St. Paul talks about in his reading he says, I urge you, dear brothers and sisters, to, to offer yourselves, to offer your bodies as a spiritual worship, as a living sacrifice to God. And so every day, I need to offer myself to God as an oblation. St. Paul says, I have offered my life like a libation like a sacrifice to God. And as a prophet, do I leave that prophetic voice? Do I leave that prophetic spirituality? Do I look forward to what the Lord has in store for me? Can I see the plan of God unfolding in my life? Do I participate and collaborate with the grace of God as he molds me to something wonderful? And as a king, am I able to become a custodian of what God has left in my heart? Am I able to share the gifts with others that the Lord has given me? Am I able to oversee 
It's one of the most beautiful words in, in, in Greek, episkopai, to, to oversee. That's the word for a bishop. He's supposed to oversee. Bishops are not supposed to be lords. They're not supposed to be imposing things on people. No. And that's what we are all called to oversee as kings. To make sure that people are taken care of. Dear brothers and sisters, go and read the book of Ezekiel. Listen to what God says about leading, about being a shepherd. That's why one day we'll have to look and do a beautiful reflection on what it means to be a Christian leader. What it means to lead according to the mind and the purpose of God. Jesus reminds us today of that. He says, I've received this spirit in order to make other people's lives better. May the Queen of Heaven continue to be with us, to pray with us, and to guide us and lead us back to God. May Almighty God bless and protect you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.